Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. On this episode, we'll be discussing Fried Green, Fried Green Tomatoes, directed by John Abnett and written by Fanny Flagg. Uh, both the novel and the screenplay it stars Kathy Bates, Jessica Tandy, Mary Stuart Masterson, and Mary Louise Parker. So, this is probably the most schmaltzy, sentimental movie I've ever picked. How did you guys feel about it? I love this movie. I've watched it several times in the past. <laughs> and it still held water. Good. So, I've never seen this movie. Yay! <clears throat> this was the first time I saw it. It was... It was cute. I was lost for a little bit of it. And at the same time... um. Yeah, I was totally rooting for, um, oh my god, what's her name now? I can't remember it. Pidge? Pidgey. There you go, Pidgey. Iggy. Not not Pidgey. Iggy. (laughs) Yeah, her. So, yeah, they, they were awesome. I loved them. I, I, I was hoping that she had killed him. Yeah. You know, but we'll, we'll get to that, I'm sure, at some point. So Don't for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, there it, it's the story about uh, two women in the South in like the 1930s, 1940s ish, um, and they're very close. Uh, Wait, two who in the South? Two women. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> two um, women in the South. We're very, very close, like best friends. Did um, you and uh, CC a... coordinate this? No. We had a. <laughs> Thing with not. two men recently, now two women, both no, the same no, era. Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just passed that way. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, the character of Ruth is being abused by her husband, and so her best friend Iggy comes to save her from that and takes her away from there, and they end up building a life together at a place called the Whistle Stop Cafe, where they um, it's basically like a little southern diner restaurant. Um, along the way, Ruth's husband gets is murdered. This, uh, is this restaurant famous for its uh, fried, fried green tomatoes? It actually is. It's barbecue. It's a, yep. It's uh. barbecue. <laughs> so what is a fried green tomato? Literally that, a fried green tomato. But is it also a metaphor for something to... No. Yep. no Potentially just... it is. It so. is... <laughs> The secret to so, the sauce. Well, that's but that's the barbecue, buddy. We'll, we'll get there. So, so that's that's the story. Half the story you're being told. The other half of the story is uh, a bored housewife played by Kathy Bates um, goes with her husband to visit his aunt. This movie and ends also up, has Kathy Bates in it. Yes. <laughs> this is fucking insane, guys. <laughs> um, uh, while she's there, uh, she befriends some other random old lady there and uh she that lady ends up telling her about her um about her sister's life and that's the the stuff in the past that we we see um so the main part of the plot is that these two women they're they've created this life together the woman's husband goes missing and one of them gets accused of the murder yep yep 
Is, is it even really murder at that point? Well, I guess it just depends. Because the part that she didn't cover is that the guy who gets murdered is a Ku Klux Klan motherfucker. And totally and the, deserved the abusive everything baby daddy. he needed. Hey, man. Yep. White lives matter, okay? Yeah. <laughs> His life mattered to be put down. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Um, I guess if you dress up like a ghost every day, eventually you might be actually become a ghost. Yes. <laughs> that That's exactly what we're saying. Oh, Lord, Billy. Come on. Lord. Because in trouble. <laughs> oh, God. Why do you dress up like a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I used to dress up like a ghost every day. Out as, a, as a small small child, right, trying to yeah. scare people, yeah, not just... not in a Ku Klux Klan kind of way, which is a lot of what this movie is about is racist. Burn lowercase t's on people's front yards. <laughs> I like the fact that um, Iggy pointed out <laughs> so spooky <laughs> regarding the shoes. I know what shoes you guys are wearing. I, you guys don't even bother changing them. <laughs> I was just like. Thank you. Someone finally said it. (laughs) Um, Billy, I actually think you would have liked parts of this movie because they did heavily imply that um, they didn't just kill the guy, but they chopped him up and fed him to their patrons. That's amazing. As barbecue. Um, (laughs) Well, to select Side note, I actually didn't watch this movie, not because I didn't want to. I literally just did not have access to it. That's fine. Yeah. It's a shame. Sadly... With everything that went down, we could have probably gotten you a copy sooner had everything not hung on down yeah. the way it did. I thought, I thought about right. asking. But I highly recommend that you go yeah. back and see it, and anybody who hasn't seen it, to do it. I mean, there is a lot of racism in the film, but it's not racism for the sake of racism. It's literally racism to point out the fact that there was that much racism. And it's, about, it's a story about how this one-woman Iggy just... Changed the lives of so many people. Yeah, and she marched to the beat of her own damn drum and fuck anybody else. And, you know, she was going to do things the right way regardless. And people were human and everybody needed to be treated the way they needed to be treated. And she basically, like, at one point, like the restaurant that we're talking about, like, the people in the kitchen are colored people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody comes in and is like, oh, you know, you can't have those those coloreds. And those, uh, they actually use the N-word a lot in this freaking film. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. I totally forgot about well, all Well, you got to think about it. They were doing it They were doing it to be kind of as a timepiece. One. It is. Two, this is an older movie, so they probably didn't feel as bad putting it in. But for historical accuracy, it was in there. And to have the impact that it, it, it should have to show... Uh, you know, what these people were standing up to and facing, you know, because what it boils down to is, so how of it was a self-defense case that had it not been for the white girl would have resulted in more deaths than solutions. So how does racism, a murder mystery and fried green tomatoes tie into one another? Because this seems like a wild fucking movie. <laughs> and that's kind of what is awesome about it. You're not it seems wrong, all really. over the place. <laughs> I've seen Kathy Bates in some like sadistic fucking movies. What's that one Stephen King movie that she's in? Misery. 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 Mm. Oh my god. So maybe so perhaps we didn't explain this one properly. So there's there's two separate storylines. There's Kathy Bates storyline where she's befriended this old woman and the old woman is telling her stories of her past. Okay. And as such, she's le- Kathy Bates's character is learning to be more open and more free with herself and learning to just not be as apologetic. And actually one of the most famous, um, famous, 
bits of this movie is um, she's in a grocery store parking lot and she's waiting on a parking space and these two young girls shut, you know, shoot into the space ahead of her. And she's like, what the heck guys? You know, I was, you know, can you pull out? I was going to go there. And they're like, face it lady, we're younger and we, you know, and faster. <laughs> and so she kind of snaps and loses it <laughs> and Love. starts, starts like ramming her car into these, into the car that these girls just left. And the girls come back out and they're like, are you crazy? She goes, face it, ladies, I'm older and I have better insurance. insurance. And then she drives away. <laughs> and so, like, she's learning to find herself and, like, become a better version of herself. The second storyline is the story of Iggy and Ruth, who were related to the older woman that she befriended. And how they came okay, to be So together. they're related. And I, I'm glad you touched on that. Who the no, hell was not, the old woman? They're not related. No, no the old woman was married to Ruth's brother. Yes. That we never actually met. Okay. Which is why it was confusing. But you see, I thought it was Iggy. See, and that's the way they played it, just to give it a little, like, movie sparkle. But at the beginning, she says that she always had a crush on Iggy's brother. <clears throat> and that's kind of, exactly, that I was back and forth on whether it was Ruth or Iggy the entire time. Yeah. And then finally, at one point, I looked at Cece and I was like, who the fuck is this woman? Yeah. She's she's meant to be and what I let me see go back to what I read. She's meant to be the like the sister in law. Okay. So yeah. someone that is not at all in the story, she just literally witnessed everything from the outside. Right. All right. right. Um now one of the big um differences from movie to book, I haven't actually read the book, but um I read about the book in order in you know, preparation for this, is that in the book uh, Iggy and Ruth were together. Together, they were lesbians together. Aha! See? And so they weren't. They didn't think that audiences See? were really ready for it in 1991. In 1991, because of movies like Mississippi Burning, the N word was way more acceptable than a couple than of lesbians people. on yeah. TV. Yeah. If you want, in the years ahead, when you want to see how dated this is and how yeah. unacceptable that still is, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You see, at but, one point, I did ask Cece, I was like, I think they're gay. Yeah, they were. And that's the way they were written in the book, um, but they didn't think that the audiences were... Were ready and stuff, like yeah. That. So they just went with, you know, their two best friends who... It's kind of like um, with uh, Good Omens, mo more recently. The two angels are totally in love with each other, but they play it as best friends who love each other to keep people a little less... Alright, hold on. Did you just tell me that in Good Omens that they're gay too? Yeah, they're in love with each other. Is that what's happening? Yes. Hey, yeah. don't spoil this Twice. with me. Don't spoil this for me. Twice, I'm right. No, you figured this out in the beginning. I made that prediction. Okay, okay, but before you guys keep talking about Good yep, Omens. I'll so stop. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. Because I haven't had a chance to see it yet. I'm waiting till, you know. Till it dies down a little bit. So you yeah, can, yeah. So I can fucking enjoy it. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Any consolation, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, yep. So, what is your favorite part about this movie? Um, is it the Green Tomatoes? Is it the racism? Or is it the movie <laughs> mystery? Honestly, it has... It, I have to say, okay, so it's the whole... It's the combination of the two stories. I'm not asking about the combination, goddammit. I'm asking <laughs> about, like, individually... Those... Three specific things only, Cece. Ah, okay. The fried green tomatoes. 
Fried green tomatoes, why? Because the first time she makes them, they taste like crap. And then the second time they make them, they're pretty good. It sounds like they taste like crap every single time you made them. <laughs> I have actually never had a fried green tomato, so I do not know. Neither yeah, well. have I, because I don't like tomatoes. I have. They're not that great. Exactly! That's insane! <laughs> so, I mean, they already knew going into this movie. It's like, nobody's going to like fried cream tomatoes. They cannot connect with that. So let's put in a fucking murder mystery, <laughs> some lesbians, and a hint of racism. I mean, that is a popular storyline. It is. <laughs> we get it all in one story. And people can relate to all of this. But not fried sure. cream tomatoes. But not fried cream tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> no, I... I um, I mean, this is going to sound bad that I, I'm, I'm going to say it this way, but I'm going to say it this way, and then I'll explain it. I like the racism. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, the, reason, no, no, no. the reason I like the racism is that it made it much more impactful. It made yes. it much more real. You could sense why? it. Why? Okay. Because, and here's why. So, because the, the, the murder mystery, <clears throat> you find out, obviously, all the way through the end of the movie, and spoilers, but what ends up happening is a black woman... In self-defense is the one responsible for this guy. Not necessarily death. in self-defense, in protection of the baby. Yeah. I, so does she play falls a part? Self-defense because yeah. it's protection of the baby. Does she play a part more throughout the movie? Is Sorry. she working at the diner? She works in the yeah. diner. Yeah. She's okay. in the background. She's basically like the way that I saw it and the way that I felt it. it she was Iggy's mother figure. Well, yeah. she was um, the oh my god, I forgot what is his name. So it, the, um, the she's big the black one that guy, makes the John? hella good uh, green tomatoes. Yes, she's the one who shows them the recipe. Yes, oh. but to uh, I I don't she remember was the her. big dude's name. Yeah, because that was her. That's his mother. Yes, no, I'm aware, but she was very much a mother figure. Yes. to Iggy, and that's the reason why. So she was always in the background. She was always there. Iggy was always defending her. She kept talking to her. At one point, she said something to her, and she looked at Iggy, and she goes, you may talk to your parents that way, but you don't come here in my house and talk to me that way. You know. So, like, she was very much that mom. And what happened is the guy comes. He had a baby with Ruth. He comes to try to take the baby away. She's defending herself and the baby, and the guy ends up dead. And that the- frying pan that she cooked the fried green tomatoes in the following day. Just so that you know. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that in doing that, um, the racism being so strong in the film, it's what makes it, and uh, it makes Iggy's whole sacrifice and her entire plan go the way that it did. And it's basically racism worked against them in this piece. It's because of the... Oh, this movie has Mary Louise Parker in it. I love her. So because of the whole <laughs> racism, like, of course, Iggy makes herself out to be, like, the one that killed him so that she can be the one that goes to court so that none of the evidence land, uh, lines up with anything, and they end up eventually dismissing the case, making sure that this woman is fine. Because, unfortunately, had it been one of those cases where it came out that this woman was the one responsible for the death of this white guy, it wouldn't have been, oh, she was defending herself. It wouldn't have been, oh, she was defending the baby. As much as I hate to say it, it would have been, oh, that N-word is the one responsible. Go ahead and lynch her. And she would have been dead. There wouldn't have been a trial. So, yes, I like the racism because it 
played it, it was one of the biggest points in the story it was to illustrate that and how that alone can change an outcome to the exact same situation solely based on the fact that the protagonist in it was a different color i appreciate your passion chris how about you lindsay uh <laughs> you know i like a murder mystery oh what about the murder mystery um i like that even though I liked that they played it so well that I didn't see who the actual actual killer was coming. I know because there was there was the the homeless guy that they had been helping, and I just assumed that it was him and Iggy who did it. You know, like he because she had helped him before. He had accidentally killed Frank, and she helped him cover it up, and he went ahead and disappeared because that was the agreement they made. Um, but I didn't I didn't see it as going where it was going to be the the cook. Yeah, and so I like I like a good murder mystery that actually keeps me guessing. That's good. Yeah. So the 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 thing that I liked, one of the things I liked the most about it was that Kathy Bates began to um begins to grow to mature. I want to per se mature to herself she starts actually portraying for herself instead of for her husband because she starts off going to therapy so that she can be better for her husband and in the end of it after hearing about Iggy's story about all the everything that's been going on she finally gets to the point where she realizes it doesn't you know it's it's not going to make any difference i'm just going to start being me for me and then if he doesn't like it, oh well. You know, and I just like the fact that he just started to go down, she started going down that path of, I'm going to make me better. It was a very girl power movie. It is. Yeah. It was a very girl power movie in, in an era where girl power wasn't that popular. Yeah, right? So, realistically, <laughs> but the end word was, and oh, that's what sold it. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. So. Oh, and then the fact, all right, so, Lindsay, you might appreciate, not might appreciated this, but the fact that Iggy's brother gets killed by a train, mm-hmm. and that Ruth's son, who she loved, yeah. um, gets um, his arm rolled over by a train. <laughs> yeah, so, so to parallel, you know, the kid's arm gets taken off by a train, and but they don't let you know that it's just his arm right away and I you're know. thinking oh my god they killed her kid are you effing kidding me what movie am i watching and then they have a because they pan up on a funeral for his arm yes <laughs> <laughs> and they named him stumpy yep. <laughs> and then the the um the mother figure was like well he's like he figured he might as well go ahead and get ahead of the name colin so he just started doing it himself yeah. <laughs> i was like Yep, you might as well just embrace it because it's going to happen. But yeah, no, I thought that was fantastic. It was a really cute film. I liked it. It, it was, you know, sometimes you watch old movies and you're you're kind of seeing them and they just don't live up and they just seem boring and the everything feels very dated because it was a very like, you know, that era style of making movies. Yeah, this one actually, like, I think holds up and can still be rewatched today and still. Hit as well as it did back then, I think. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, 
know. It's it's one that I watched when I was younger, and I was I may have been raised in Florida, but I was raised by a bunch of Southern people, and so I had a soft spot in my heart for this one. Um, and it just, I don't know, it embodied the old world South to me in a way that was, it was kind and it was not kind to the way things were. Mm-hmm. If, that, if that makes sense. I don't want to say nostalgic, maybe nostalgic for an era that I didn't actually live in or, and I'm not, don't want to say like I was nostalgic for the racism, but like, I yeah. felt like it was a good depiction of what life would have been like if you were trying to be the good person and include everybody. Nope, I agree. And yeah, this is still one of those. This is still one of those movies that you can watch. I mean, what this movie was released in nineteen ninety one. Yeah, and I still think. I mean, I watched it. I enjoyed every single bit of it. Still, again, and you know, and this is what twenty years later. Sure. <laughs> Wait, I'm not doing math right now. Twenty. Uh, twenty eight. Twenty eight years later. Yeah. Thank you, Lindsay. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> for doing math. Do math Book and math. doing books. <laughs> well, um, you want to do ratings? Sure. All right. Uh, Cece, do you have a rating available? I'm going to do five out of five frying pans to the head. Excellent. That's a good one. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> so originally I was going to say I'm going to give it every single one and then ever somebody's going to say every single one what and I was going to say every single one of those KKK motherfuckers dead <laughs> that was going to be my rating but perfect <laughs> they're all ghosts now so they're going Woo! oh you? god <laughs> but then I also heard Billy going but wait that's out of how many so with the spirit of Billy and out of how many I'm going to go ahead and give it four fried tomatoes. Okay. And I would give it um, four out of five beehives. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure the so what kind of tomatoes were they using? Green. Green, Green ones. Green ones. And then you know <laughs> what they did? They fried them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a southern meal i'm sure i'm surprised you guys haven't tried it well i oh. only have because i don't like tomatoes but i've been around them before fair enough um like i said i'm not a huge fan of them but i'm just shocked you guys have you know <laughs> how, yeah. has, how has the latino eaten them but not the white people <laughs> we do not know and right. I myself am curious now. <laughs> Fair enough. Alright. Well, um, does anybody else have anything they want to add before we sign off? Other than really go watch it, like seriously. Like... Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, thank you for listening to our review of Fried Green Tomatoes. Uh, today's cast was Chris. Bye. Cece. Goodbye. Billy. And I was your host, Lindsay. Uh, You can check us out on all podcast services everywhere. Go ahead and head over to iTunes or one of those other podcast services and give us some some good, awesome ratings. Five (laughs) stars. Five stars is best, but, you know, if you think we suck, you can give us nothing. Just, just, again, give us five stars and just write in the comments, you guys were terrible. 
There like, that's how those work, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how, that's how it works. I'm pretty five's, sure. <clears throat> five's the lowest. Five right? is, yeah, you want to be number it. one. <laughs> it was five, and then just, you guys were horrible. It was it was terrible. <laughs> That'll teach us. Right? Uh, and you can also, of course, check us out on all social media or head over to our website, geekandcast.com. Uh, for this and all of our other episodes. Thank you, and I did say bye. I did say bye. I don't know. I already said bye. (laughs) Okay. Wait, we didn't get into the songs. So, Mike's are live, but I forgot the name of yours. Fried green tomatoes. Oh yeah. What is it with you picking to like tomato-based movies lately? Roma, fried green tomatoes. actually a really good one and went completely over my head. Yeah, that's why I what said What is he it. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh, okay. And I closed my browser. Hold on one second. Directed by somebody. Yep. All right. You guys ready? Yep. Yes. All right.